When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast about New Girl. I'm here with a giggly Hev. Hi, everybody. I'm just excited. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. Heather's dog, Sprinkles. Oh, who just sat on my foot. Okay. And we're here to discuss (laughs) New Girl Season 5, Episode 9, Heat Wave. And I'm so excited to share that we're all back together in the same room. Yay! Oh, sorry. I was looking at my nose. Before we begin, we'll start with the feeling stick. Heather, do you have something? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, my feeling stick, this is would have been better when Fawn was actually on the show. She's an incredible actress. And I did not know that she plays in dramatic movies. So two of them are on Tubi. And one is called Band-Aid and one is called Arranged. Here, here's a fun fact, though. She sings. Cool. So she sang in, like, her and her husband in the movie had a band. And then I'm just going to end with one thing about her. I'm obsessed with her right now. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have kids, which I read that and it shocked me. Because on Life in Pieces, she played a pregnant character. Her cousin was, her, her character was pregnant. And I thought that she was really pregnant because she looked so miserable and she was so distraught. Wow, she wasn't. So that just... That's acting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe, <laughs> do you have a feeling stick? Not this week. Okay, I have a feeling stick for the, for the group, which is that I'd like to share that we love doing the podcast so much in order to keep it going... We are temporarily moving to an every other Monday format release instead of every Monday. We did pull everybody on Instagram and the overwhelming majority did feel like avoiding Zoom is the way to go. So not only does this help us avoid Zoom and space out the ones where we're in person, it also lets us better prepare and engage. We used to do a lot of polls and ask questions and we just haven't had the time for that anymore. You know, once the pandemic ended and things have gotten a little crazier. So it's not probably not forever, but it is how we're moving forward. But I would really like to say I appreciate all the nice DMs and the votes of people saying, no, we totally understand. If you have to do every other week, that would help really support it. And I just think you guys are all saints for putting up with us through Zoom. Yeah, it's just yeah. not worth it. It's just yeah. low quality. And we can talk more and get into the episode. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Okay, so the Netflix description for Heat Wave is, Nick's refusal to enjoy the air conditioning in Reagan's room during a heat wave leads to a confession. Winston discovers the use of his cop voice. Joe, what is your Joe Flicks? If you can't stand the heat, get oh. out of the living room. Oh, oh, nice. oh, that's some of your best work, Joe. <laughs> I guess that means Heather votes for Joe Flick. I'm going Joe Flick. Guest stars from this episode include no one who we haven't met before. So we open in the loft where they're talking on the news about riots and how hot it is. Apparently the apartment has no air conditioning, which is brand new information oh, for I us. Oh, it was broken. It was no, broken. They, no, they just, broken? They said they don't have AC. They didn't really qualify. A lot by. of LA apartments don't. Oh, a lot of them don't. Like, just like in Huntington Beach. Yeah. No, no, it's different Beach. not to have 
air at the beach because you're yeah. at the beach. So the expectation is you could open the windows and there's right. a cool breeze. But I would think Los Angeles apartments have air. See, I think of Pasadena mm-hmm. like as cooler in weather than Los Angeles a little bit. I don't think they're in Pasadena. Oh, they're not in Pasadena? No, we just always think that they're in Los Angeles. Oh. So, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe that's how they afford such a nice apartment because it doesn't have air. Hope it has heat. Um, Nick has developed the ranch system invention, and he thinks Reagan's going to love it. But she doesn't <laughs> like it and surprises everyone that she bought a new air conditioning like unit that she's going to put just in her room. I love how it's her room and not the communal space. Also, I don't think Reagan would have, in all the qualifications she needed for an apartment, picked a place with no AC. But it's oh, funny yeah. because we're in Southern California experiencing an incredibly uncomfortable heat wave right now that this would be the episode we're on. So everyone's excited about the air conditioning and uh, Reagan's acting like it wasn't a big deal getting it, but she was a flashback to how she used a fire extinguisher to keep people away so that she could buy it. And everyone's invited into her room to enjoy it. And Schmidt says Cece should go in there because she has an audition for her first anchor job later on gas station TV. Right, which is the interse- intersection between information and gas, as Winston said. <laughs> That's an intersection you don't need much. <laughs> Cece decides that she's not going to go, and Schmidt just goes along with it and says, okay, I love you. So Winston brings Schmidt to a room alone and says, what's up with all the coddling? I've recently discovered my cop voice. You need to be more encouraging and stern. And we see a flashback of him practicing his cop voice, which I thought was really cute. Well, Schmidt goes, is that what you've been doing in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, I kind of remember <laughs> that scene. I must have got distracted. And he's like, no, that wasn't my practices. Those were my warm-ups. <laughs> like, you need to have a vocal warm-up to do that. Like, it's singing. So, oh, wait, wait. What I wrote down about Winston is that he told Nick he was working those jeans. He did. Yeah. yeah. He said that was one of the ways you stay cooler with science, to wear light-colored jeans. Which, if you're outside and wearing light-colored clothing, but once you're inside, I don't know no. that it matters. It was so funny. And just a typical Reagan thinking of the perfect thing to do, AC. Exactly. Love her. So, um, Nick is still in the living room while everyone else is in Reagan's room enjoying it. Reagan says to come on in and stop pouting out here because I didn't like your AC thing. He says, why would I care if you specifically didn't like my AC thing? (laughs) And she says, don't make me say it. Okay, because you have a crush on me. And he laughs and does the ultimate Joe Henderson move and puts the crush in air quotes. (laughs) I wrote that down too. (laughs) This this has a lot of Joe. There is Joe in the mix. It's very reminiscent of a story I've told several times. I won't tell it again. But about when Joe and I first met, and he was showing off that he used to work in radio and knew how to blow up balloons and would, quote, show me how. (laughs) And I was like, well, it's not rocket science. And that's probably around the time he uh, got really romantic by saying, your earrings match your sweater. He wasn't wasn't at the point where he would just tell me random facts about my outfit that were not compliments. Your purse well, matches your shoes. It's I better mean, than saying your purse doesn't match your shoes. What are you supposed to say back? It's not a compliment. Your earrings are green, so is your top. What are you supposed to say back? <laughs> like, good job knowing your colors? Spin back. Oh, my God. Anyway, Regan is uh, 
in the room and Winston is narrating people passing out in the window. It's so cold they have to put on ski clothes. Which is a little ridiculous. On a jacket that's ten times too yeah, tight just, for Winston. Yeah, oh, so tight. And I'm glad Jess is coming. First of all, I don't know why Jess had that many jackets, but I'm glad she's coming back. They, they're way too comfortable. In her room? Yeah. That's yeah. why it was tight. It was Jess's jacket. Right. You know well, what? Tiny. Winston and Jess aren't that different in size. Winston? Yeah. Yeah. It, it would look pretty snug on him. I know, Heather, because it was part of the story. They gave him a really small jacket. And Nick's like, look at my ranch, and it's a bunch of fans. It <laughs> <laughs> happened a while ago. And then, yeah. he, and then he goes, he goes, oh, I got, fro- I got frozen underwear for everyone, everyone. In, in the for freezer. <laughs> he, like, made sure to reference they were used. His used yeah. frozen underwear. I mean, I think he washed them. Well, probably not. He goes, I'm wearing frozen underpants right now. It feels great. <laughs> so Nick is still in the living room, moving the fans closer to himself, sweating more. Reagan goes out to try to reason with him. The gang laughs at her like, you're not going to be able to do that. She notices that he's starting to suffer from heat stroke. He says, oh, why do you care so much about my safety and my health? Is it because you have a crush on me? No, it's it, Megan Fox goes, all right. I'm going to go out and reason with Nick. And they're yeah. like, ah! <laughs> like, all at once, they're all laughing. Like you can't do that. And they're like, they're like good luck. <laughs> right. So she decides she has to smoke him out and starts turning on all the burners on the stovetop, which seems like a real weird Which move. is not really going to turn up the Would heat. Would you see how big the flames were, too? It's totally yeah. not how stoves were. But work. it doesn't yeah. turn up the heat that much. No, there's like yeah. a full-on fire in the living room. Yeah. So back in the room, Schmidt is asking Cece if she rethought the audition now that she's cooler, and she says no. Winston suddenly busts out his cop voice and starts yelling at Cece, and she finally cracks and says, okay, what if I'm not good enough? What if I can't do it? And before we find out Schmidt's reaction, wait, did we find out Schmidt's reaction? I think we did, and I didn't write down. So she's like, oh my God, it was so scary, and he was yelling at me, and I don't know why. Um, And then we find out more on that later. So we're in the kitchen, and Nick refers to himself as, quote, Nicky Pots and Pans. (laughs) I guess because he's in a kitchen. They continue arguing about the crush. And in arguing about it, they end up going to the breaker, turning things off and off, and blowing power to the whole entire apartment, which makes the ranch stop working and the air. And her room. Winston uses his cop voice to push him in the elevator and tell him to go in the basement and not come back up until they fixed it. The shenanigans. In the basement... Jess says, I think Joe will have some thoughts on this. Oh, not Jess, I'm sorry. Ra- Jess, Reagan. Reagan yeah. says, same difference. <laughs> Reagan says, quote, I hope the Chicago comes win the World Series. Well, you're in a coma. End oh, quote. Oh, that's a good one. Wasn't that harsh? <laughs> that was harsh. What if someone said that to you about the Raiders? Yeah, that's We wouldn't be in a basement, that's for sure. <laughs> Where would you be? I don't know. That wouldn't be appropriate in the basement. Is, or it would just be me. Is there a is there a room you want someone to say they hope you go into a coma? No. Okay. So uh, Nick was in a guest room. Would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the kitchen, sure, but not the dining room. So Nick's talking to the rats and announcing his presence. Meanwhile, Winston, talking to who? The rats. Right. I know. But that prefaces when the rats really come in. But we're not there yet. Yeah. It reminded me of the badger. Yes, yeah. Badger vibes. He goes, oh, we meet. Well, he goes, oh, we meet again. But I thought he was talking about the the power meter. The, he the, was. The breaker box. He was talking about right. the breaker box when he He's said that. He's fixed that before. Yeah, well, right. you know, he likes a Nick fix. He loves yeah. not a fancy fix. Yeah. 
So Winston's cutting himself out of the jacket back upstairs and Schmidt is trying to use his cop voice with Cece and he's giving her nice compliments but takes it too far and Cece gets mad and walks out. In the basement, they're guessing which wires to connect and Reagan feels confident she knows and Nick says, you know what, you've been right about a lot of stuff today so I'll go ahead and do it just in case I get electrocuted. And she's like, oh, what else have I been right about today? But before they can get into that, they put the, the wires together, the power comes back on, they hug, it looks like they might kiss when Reagan sees a rat eye level with uh, Nick and um, it jumps out and attacks his face, basically. You know, there's no, if that, ha oh gosh, that's a scary thought. That's so gross. It's so scary. I don't think rats jump on people's faces a lot. I, don't they run away from people? Generally. I think they go for some cheese. Any animal can be rabbit though and act crazy. Oh, like that rabbit possum in my backyard that one time. So anyways, when it jumps on Nick's face, he loses his balance, ends up taking power out for the whole entire building. <laughs> Outside, Dave is outside with a bat saying, it's time. Love him. Nick wakes up outside <laughs> while Winston's using his cop voice to do traffic. Cece comes back and Schmidt apologizes. And she said, no, you were right to encourage me. I went to the audition, but I got drunk first. <laughs> uh, so it didn't go very well. They make up. An ice cream truck pulls up. And Winston is like yelling at him in his cop voice. He goes, where's the ice cream at? Yeah. And he pulls over. <laughs> Reagan says, oh, earlier you said I was right about stuff all day. What was I right about? And Nick admits he has a crush on her. And they kiss. And I love Nick's face afterwards. He's like so happy for him. What just happened? Yeah. And then we see a flashback to Cece's audition, which is a complete disaster. And that, of course, we're not on Zoom. And I've recapped it in 12 minutes. Um, I was going to say that when there was an ice cream truck, I thought of Joe. Yeah, because Joe's Air ice cream quotes, stores. Ice cream. Yeah. My dog's the ladies. Ice cream spitting good. facts. As he he would have made a good business that day. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, that brings us to Jess Look, which we obviously can't do. So that brings us to Best Dress. Joe, let's start with you. Boy, that's going to be a tough one. Is it? I, I figured we all wrote the same thing. It's not. I mean, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the outfits. While they were getting so cold, the air conditioning. Mm. Oh, good okay. choice. That like was a, all the different jackets. They're very nineteen eighties. They were from the eighties. All those jackets. You look like the Michelin Man. You know, they're yeah. silver yeah. and <laughs> green and light blue, Neon. like all those kind yeah. of colors. I almost wrote that. Um, Heather, what did you write? White jeans. I put white jeans too, especially because. It reminds me of the episode where they were working out. I think Winston says, they're working out, Nixon jeans. And Schmidt goes, Nixon jeans? Oh, what are those? Nixon But I want to say something that always bothers me about this episode. Like, it was Reagan's outfit. So she's wearing a white t-shirt and, like, super short shorts, which is fine. But she has a flannel tied around her waist, which is like a look and ankle boots. It's a total look. It's so cute. But not in a hot house. If you're experiencing a heat wave yeah. and you went to the store to fight people for an air conditioner, right. it just seems like a weird choice to be like, well, this would look real cute tied around my waist. Yeah. Or just, like, wear some sandals. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to add just one thing. It's not really a look. Uh -huh. It's an, an accessory. That's the Corchester hat on Winnie. When he was in the room? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Why was he wearing a hat? I don't know. It's hilarious, though. Oh. He's doing all kinds of things. Yeah, he, he was, was, he was narrating busy. outside. Like, yeah. oh, there's another one that just dropped. Oh, man. I know. It's like they don't have cell phones. Joe, you saw the uh, 
the Gold hat. Gold Jester hat. I didn't yeah. imagine that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we watched more than one episode. So yeah, I, I watched two episodes. The wrong yeah, episode. it, was, it was kind of a quick thing because they flashed back to him in that in that yeah. room. Yeah. So I didn't write down a favorite Schmidt moment because I forgot. We know there's no more jar count. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? My favorite Schmidt moment? Mm. Okay, I don't know why I wrote this, but it says, go play softball against fire department mm. or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Who is he talking to? Winston, because he's a police officer. Oh. So he's like, okay. why don't you go play softball against the fire department or whatever. <laughs> he goes, like, he no, doesn't that's fight on crime. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I did write down the mirror. I forgot. I'm confused today. Joe, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Oh, gosh. I think when he was talking about (laughs) the... uh, um, I think when he was trying to figure out who whether he's going to go in the room or not. And he's like, you're with me, Schmidt. You're with me, no. And then and Winston. Winston, yeah. Winston for life. You're with me. Right with yeah, Chicago, yeah, Chicago, with Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. He says he's going to go take a shower. <laughs> yeah. And then later he says something about Winston loves the ranch system. And Reagan's like, Winston is in my room using the air conditioning. It looks so hurt. <laughs> and then he looks in there and Winston's got a glass of wine. And <laughs> oh, that was yeah. so funny. <laughs> and they'll have snacks and stuff. Yeah. That was great. Um, so that brings us to favorite funniest moment overall. I'm going to go with anything Winston said or did, including how he continues to walk around in the cutoff jacket to direct traffic and stuff. Like he didn't bother cutting it all the way off. He just cut the sleeves off. Well, I I didn't pick Winston, but on that note, I loved when he mentioned Pickaboo Street. Yeah. (laughs) That was just confessing. And then he's like, you know who that is. I love how Reagan's always like, no, it doesn't. No, I don't. That Everyone doesn't make knows sense. Pick up street. I now, know I don't know if back then she was. Maybe not. Well, no, she had that chapstick commercial. Oh, then you would know by then. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So- I like how that's how you know her or not because she's an Olympian. <laughs> she's the chapstick. Because chapstick. <laughs> oh, it's classic me. I Heather. think it was anything oh, where Nick Joe. was trying to. <laughs> I think it was anything that, what are you laughing at? I go, Heather, and you go, I think it was. That's fine, go she ahead. She just said her funniest moment. No, no she was, was building on what I said, yeah. but it's okay, oh. go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead, Joe, go ahead. Yeah. So, it was when Nick was trying to just, just would not give in, so he was just trying to do everything. Oh, about he was the trying not, Yeah, he was trying not to yeah. hallucinate. He goes, well, I said that twice. And, yeah. You know. I couldn't say words. Yeah, just like the whole, stroke. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was my part. Heather? Okay, my favorite funniest moment had to be, I don't even know why we're asking, outside Dave looking for Stephanie. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. He was Love hallucinating, him. that's why, from the heat. Oh, I, oh, thought I just thought that was his normal behavior. Dave. No, that's, that's the, it, no. it plays out that hallucination theme. You're right, oh, it does. And it wasn't hallucination, they made up another term for it. She said you're hallucinating to him. No, Nick made up a hallucination term. Oh, he did? It's not called hallucination, it's halluca something. Yeah. Can't remember. He was, was definitely having a hard time. I like how he never problem. bothered like trying to drink any water or anything. Either. I know. <laughs> or or putting shorts on. There's also like when that happens, you could go to a movie. Yeah. Or other cold. Or you could just go in Reagan's room. He likes Reagan. He should want yeah. to be around. Yeah. Several pairs of frozen underwear. Well, so I guess saying, he was. Oh, sad. and then when he was using the frozen underwear on his face. Oh, so gross. Which. 
was not copied, but happened uh, on Golden Girls. So that brings us to Honey Roast Award for Best Character, Performance, etc. in the episode. I'm going to go first because it's super redundant, unfortunately. But again, I think this is a strong... The next couple episodes are strong Winston episodes. It's just... He's been like at 75-80% Winston, but he is full Winston moving forward. It's a, it's a strong Winston season. Mm-hmm. Heather? Oh, Honey Roast? Yes, we Joe. Don't, we don't need to ask that. Outside Dave. Dave. Joe? It's it's a toss-up between Winston and Nick, for sure. Well, Nick went through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He literally did. I just All don't know why he, would, why he would call it the ranch. What does that have to do with that? That bothered me, too. That was, the ranch. It, was, it didn't make sense to me, either, and I did think My new that. invention, the ranch. Yeah. And where did he get all those fans? I, I mean, know. all they had to do was each take one fan and point it at themselves, and they probably would have been a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Or imagine a fan in Reagan's room. That would have just made it so cold. Oh, nice a fan with the cold. Yeah, combine the ranch with Raven's room. Yeah. Um, uh, me? Who? No, everybody. Okay, there's no bear. And that brings us to discussion questions. I don't have one today. Joe, do you have a discussion question you already came prepared with? The only thing that is the obvious is having to ask about the heat waves and what do you do to counteract the heat? Well, I usually run oh. my air conditioning. Well, what when would it's... what would you do if you had no air conditioning though? Die. Would, would yeah. you would you do the ranch <laughs> or no. or go out and buy the portable five hundred dollar air conditioner? As someone who's married to Joe, I just think it's so interesting that he never wanted to run the air or the heat. Although he was more passionate about the heat. He said to a coworker one time I overheard him, Yeah, and so I called Jill at home with the baby. So a baby that I'm trying to keep alive. And she was turning the heat on. And I was like, just put on a jacket. (laughs) Okay. And then at his house, he's like, open the windows, open the windows, turn on a fan. It's not that hot. But at my house last night and at his daughter's house, although we were moving Cassidy, he kept saying, is it hot in here? Is the air on? Do you think we should turn the air on? And I'm like, funny when it's not your house. Well, it's a different kind of heat because the humidity is so humid oh, from the it rain was so and everything humid yesterday. else. I agree with you on that. It was, uh, Heather? It was crazy. Well, we we kind of went over it about the jackets. Yeah. And then um, not that he needed to because he's perfect and always has been perfect. But did outside has outside Dave lost weight? Oh, I didn't notice. You didn't notice. He looks, but he always looks amazing. Probably the heat. Yeah. <laughs> he sweated out. And, um, okay, then I have, uh, have, oh, it's, it's two parts. Um, oh, I put Nick had stroke symptoms. Have you ever had a stroke? That's just you Joe. literally know. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I We have well documented have that. Have you ever had He a was stroke? starting to slur his words. She said that. Yeah. Said, You're starting to slur your words now, Nick. Right. No, I'm not. Okay, so on that note, I have two questions. But the first one is, have you ever suffered from heat stroke? Mm. You know, that's a good question. Thank you. And as someone who worked in the music festival business, Mm -hmm. and we had 90,000 kids that would go to a concert that was 105 degrees for 10 hours straight, and workers who would work it that came from like the east coast like florida and everything right they didn't understand the heat the sweltering heat of the west so they didn't they you know and then you get working so busy you don't stay hydrated you forget to drink water just because you're doing stuff all the time yeah 
and then all of a sudden you'd find a guy in a in a storage bin, <laughs> you know, hunched Passed over out. like oh, or yeah, or just wasn't making sense when he talked. Is it cold you know? in the storage bin? Well, cooler because there's no sun, oh. but it's not. It's not. You know, it's not seventy. Don't oh, get me wrong. That's scary. Yeah. So that so they just would always not know. You you just you just don't know. You know, I'm just resting a minute because yeah. maybe they felt lightheaded. They feel lightheaded, yeah, right. or they're not Try making sense away. when they're talking. Right. And Therefore, I, they don't want you to know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. heat stroke is a very subtle thing. That sneaks up on you, but then once it hits you, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's going to yeah. cramp up on your body and everything else. Because the potassium's so, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough thing to, to deal with, heat stroke, but, and especially kids, they just don't realize the symptoms. Because you think right. you're invincible when, when you're, you're yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm not going to get dehydrated, I'm good. I mean, the girls are wearing next to nothing at these raves, so they think, oh, I'm good. But nice it really has cool. nothing to do with right. what you're wearing or got on or anything else. Well, you know? if they right. were white bo- jeans, your, it would have been fine. <laughs> internal body temperature rising. Right. Something you can't know, right. you know, or control like that. Has it ever happened to, like, you yourself, though? No, because no. I always stayed hydrated. Yeah, you and, knew. Yeah, and I would get, I guess I would just start feeling like, I'm getting a little lightheaded. I've always been like that. Like, if I don't eat, yeah, maybe my sugar's down or whatever, maybe. Right. I, I can always feel like when, okay, now it's it's time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you were able to prevent so, it. Yeah, because yeah. I did those types of events all the time. Races, long, long, long events where you don't eat for 10, 12 right. hours. But finally, you know your body's saying, you better Screaming give me something. for it. Or else we're going to yeah. shut you down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Yeah. So it's a crazy thing. It is a crazy thing. But once you've had, I learned this because I have had heat stroke. Once you've had it, you're more susceptible to having it again. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so I worked a 4th of July event one time and I got heat stroke. And because it was so hot and I worked the event outside and I ended up in the emergency room getting an IV. And that's when I learned IV solve everything. Yeah. They just—I cool. mean, I was perked up like that. Yeah, they put that saline bag in you. And, mm-hmm. I mean, when you need like three or four of those, <laughs> you know something's wrong. You know, what I like is the banana bag. Yeah. Oh, those things are the best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question is: Do you guys think there's a reason Schmidt was hesitant to push Cece to go? the audition and needed Winston to talk him into it. Usually he's pretty excitable and proactive. He's not like he's scared of her anymore. Maybe the heat got to him? Maybe. Joe, do you have a theory? No, he didn't want to hurt her feelings because she was like, I can't do that. I'm just a model and a... Well, that happened later. A model and a bartender or something. Right. But maybe he just didn't want, you know... Rock the boat? Yeah. Yeah, but she, you know, they get stereotyped. Girls models. like that, that yeah. are models, yeah, that's everything, true. stereotype, and a lot of them are smart people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. But you can be stereotyped in anything, whether it's your looks or whether it's your personality, or even like your role. Yeah. Like if you played roles. a silly person, everybody just wants you to play a silly person, and yeah. you might have great drama skills. Yeah, I remember reading an article the other day about um, uh, who was it? I think Matthew McConaughey. So he grew up in the rom-com. Yeah. That was his big thing was rom-com. Rom-com. And yes. he said to his agent, finally, he's like, I don't want to do another rom-com. I'm not doing any more rom-coms. Give me nothing but serious roles, mm-hmm. which is that 
that the first one was when he became a lawyer. That was the first one that he took Lincoln Lawyer Lincoln or something, lawyer? Some, yeah. something like that. It was, I don't know if it was that. Wait. No, it wasn't in Lincoln Lawyer. It, it, it had uh, Sandra Bullock in it, but I can't remember. Yeah, and the little girl who Samuel got Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, that sounds So good. anyways, that was like a, a serious role for him, but he held out for years. And a people, Time to Kill. P- a Time to Kill, yes. yeah. People Wait, were offering Judd him. was in it? He, no, Sandra Bullock. He was oh, okay. turning down 7 to $8 million a picture. Wow. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. It's a rom-com. I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. He was serious. Yeah, and then finally he got his serious role at a little bit reduction of a rate, but now the guy's $20 million a movie. Yeah, I mean. do whatever you want. Oh, he, is he good in serious? But Oh, yeah, he's excellent. Yeah, actor. yeah, he's been in several since then. Nice. And, and that is Adam Sandler, same thing. He just did oh. Uncut Gems, which was really a serious thing. Mm-hmm. But oh. a serious enough, but has a ting, you know, a right. tingle of comedy. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not like it's not like Fifty First Dates, right? You know, right. or you know the what is the, it, the one with singer. the high school reunion uh, one and he's with uh, with oh, David Spade and Chris Rock. That, I don't remember. You uh, and Cass went somewhere that was filmed though. Grown ups. Grown yeah. ups. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he makes millions off of grown ups, but. But yeah, so that's that's probably why because she was a bartender and a model. No, I understand why she was resistant. My question was why wasn't he more encouraging? But he doesn't. He doesn't like making her mad. She's about to marry. Yeah, him. yeah. Some They're people are scared married. of making people mad. All right, cool. That concludes. Well, oh wait, oh. no, no. I had another discussion. <laughs> oh, you already nothing. asked two, so well, I thought. Well, no, this is my third. Okay, and we're final. still good. Yeah, yeah, we're still good. It it relates kind of to yours, but it's mm. got a twist. Um, if you were CC, if you were in CC's shoes and Schmidt talked to you that way, would you too have walked out? I don't think he talked to her that bad. I don't think she walked out mad. She definitely oh, walked don't? out mad. Oh, she, no, she made that clear when she came back. That she I wouldn't was have picked mad. up that she was mad then because I thought she wasn't mad. Sometimes I can't read the room. <laughs> I did just read this meme that was like this wife was like, oh, I'm going to show my husband I'm so mad. I'm not going to talk to him all day. And the other half was this guy outside and then, like, mowing the lawn. Like, man, it's been such a great, quiet day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that reminds me of Joe. Because I'd be mad. He'd be like, what? What happened? See, I, I took it as harsh. And if I were CC, I would have walked out. And I actually would have been hysterical. Because I would think. Ah. Well, he was saying nice things. He was just yelling them. I know, but I would just be thinking, I can't marry someone who yells at me. Mm. Period. Well, cop voice. Not cop yelling. voice. Cop voice, yes. Because yeah. Winston had recently found his cop voice. Okay, Wait, well. Wait, so you wouldn't walk out? I mean, I don't remember what he said exactly, but I don't think I would have walked out. I think it would have been like, that was nice, but you're taking it a little too far. And then the person okay. would have been like, oh, my bad. And Joe? You can say anything to Joe, and he'll be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Joe's very relaxed. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean... You mean, do I think it was right? Would for, you have been upset if you were CC? If Would I you was have walked CC? out? No, no. Because it came from a place of love, obviously, and was mostly just complimentary. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, I just, I guess I'm a person, I'm a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. And then, like. I believe the, the first half delivery. of it, he was just doing accents. Oh, well, there was a part where it got hard for me. Yeah. I was kind of like, Schmidt. Whatever he said, the last thing he said. Because yeah. she started to talk like, you know what, thank you, you're right. And then right. he just kept going. Yeah, he didn't know when to stop. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. happens. And it, it, and it That was a career thing. And, and, and not many people have had to push me career-wise. 
but because events have pushed me career-wise. In other words, like COVID Needing hit. Money. Oh, they yeah. Let, they let me go on my job at COVID. So it wasn't I had a to, human. It was like... So I had to get out of my yeah. element, right? And right. I was working sports and entertainment. Sports and entertainment was, right. was out of business. Yeah. yeah. So I had to switch gears and pivot. So, right. I mean, that's the only kind of motivation I, I've, I've needed. No, nobody's really ever said to me, go, yeah. go do this. You should go do this. Because right. yeah. either I'm usually already doing it. Well, yeah. Or there's a legit reason why, no, I don't want to do that because there's a move involved. Yeah. Well, it's just you act so fast. And you're so motivated yourself that you don't really need someone to motivate you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Cool. All right. Well, then that wraps the episode. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week for season five. No, I'm sorry. We'll see you in two weeks weeks. for season five, episode 10, Goosebumps Walk Away. However, in the time between this episode and the next episode, please go to our Instagram and see our polls and posts to share your feedback on this episode and the podcast. We hope you have a great two weeks. We'll see you soon. I'll miss you. Bye. Bye. Bye.